If you haven't noticed, everything is horrible. So if you want to retain any last sliver of sanity, you should probably get some earbuds to block it all out. And hey, maybe you already have some, but life is impermanent. So go to tweakedaudio.com and grab a backup pair of durable, tangle-free, and noise-canceling earbuds in one of seven styles and seven colors so you can drown out the sounds of the dystopian hellscape that is everyday life. Again, that's tweakedaudio.com and use the offer code GEEKBOX at checkout for 33% off your purchase and free worldwide shipping. Hello and welcome once again to the Comedy Button. My name is Max Scoville, and I'm joined by two gentlemen. I need you to rein it in. You're being very loud. Brian Altano. Hi, everyone. And Ryan Scott. <laughs> Ooh, he's making the yummy mouth noises. I don't like that at all. Yeah, sorry. That's actually pretty gross. Uh, yeah. Sorry if anybody listening got a boner in the first uh, however many seconds of this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, we want you to have boners later on in the in the episode, but not quite yet. That's the uh, the average TTE for this show. That's time to erection. <laughs> <laughs> Happens to a lot of people usually when they're driving. Yeah. yeah. They put right against the steering wheel, slide off the hill, and then when that's the last one. Last time they ever heard the show. Sliding off the hill is actually what I <laughs> what I call getting getting the bonar. <laughs> <laughs> Just jerk, right. jerking the wheel a little bit. Um, well, that yeah, great. That's that's a that's an intro for the books, as they say. Yeah, books. The, the books. What are those? <laughs> I forgot. We've recorded the show for so long. I don't know how to read anymore. Uh, that's right. We're doing yeah. it. We're doing that comedy button, baby. Yeah, we're doing it. Um, we got a bunch of questions from what our. Was that? Oh, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, we're doing. The, oh yeah. <laughs> Remix. Um, I would like it if more DJs would just very quietly be like, remix. Why, why, one out of your five ums is like, Rrr. Yeah, I don't know. I got weird moths in my lungs or something. You're like the kid from Mighty Ducks where like one out of five like of his slap shots like kills a cop. It's just like that. <laughs> it's really kind of the same thing when you break it down. Uh, I really got, like those movies, by the way. The Mighty Ducks? You want to oh, talk about God, the Mighty Ducks? Yeah, they're great films. Yeah, what else do we do here? Yeah, Go they're ba- they're not great films, but they're great films. I saw I saw Mighty Ducks 3 in theaters for some reason. Me too. Like, you I, and I, me were probably the only people that saw the movie in theaters. Because you need yeah. to have your head checked. But I wasn't even like wild about the first two. Like I watched yeah. them. They were on at like friends' houses and stuff. But I think there was one time my mom was just like, I gotta, we got to go to the movies. Like I just need to go to the fucking movies. I like the movies. And we just... We went and saw the Mighty Ducks 3 together. And then she was like, you know what? I'm good on the movies, actually. I don't need to see the movies anymore. <laughs> yeah, I don't think she's actually seen a movie since. I yeah, think that was, that the, was last, it. the last time. Uh, but yeah, like I, that was actually the first time I got nachos at the movie theater. Yeah, that's a weird experience, right? You know what I really loved when I was uh, young, and as you could tell from the old body of mine, was uh, pretzel nuggets. Good oh. Lord, I love me a good sit down at the movie, order just a big tray of those just doughy little square balls the pretzel you know how those got invented no the 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 bakers were hanging out after hours yeah and uh and one of the guys was like i bet you can't make uh children's poop out of bread and the other guy goes i'll take that bet and that's how they invented pretzel nuggets actually a bunch of bakers were sitting around doing that uh hand knife game but (laughs) but with a pretzel And one of them cut him off, and he's like, oh, Sal, you fucking cut the thing into pieces. And he was like, nah, I'm going to go out in the lobby in the movie theater and sell these smithereens to a bunch of fat kids. <laughs> fat kids do love smithereens. They love a good smithereen. Yeah. But yeah, pretzel nuggets, you could get them back in the day. Do You see them at some movie theaters now. Usually when that place is about to be closed down, they roll out the pretzel nuggets, get all dilapidated. And they always come with this hot, little spicy little cup of just the fakest cheese in the world. It's just so wonderful. It's not like a... It's not like a movie where you're watching you're watching a movie you're eating the popcorn and you're just constantly doing it a pretzel nugget is a special treat because you only get about eight or nine so you have to save it for just the right moment like when uh fulton reeve has his first kiss in the muddy ducks three 
I think. That's <laughs> Is that the one where they get like a cowboy and they're yep. at college or something? Or when the two mice have sex in the rescuers down under. They don't ever do yes, that. Yes, they do. They, they just eat pussy. That's why it's called down under. <laughs> on the back of a store. So you're not thinking of Secret of Nim? <laughs> it's an albatross. <laughs> so you see that, and it's sort of a drinking game for a young child training to be a large adult. You reach into that bowl, and you get that little bit of smithereen of a pretzel. You bite right into it, and you can... That chewy snap the whole theater enjoys. <laughs> pretzel nuggets. Great job, Brian. I want to do a commercial for pretzel nuggets. Yeah. Do you I like you pretzels? Oh, okay. Well, let's talk you about know, the scene about of the this. rescuers down under where the vermin have sex on the bird. <laughs> <laughs> have I talked about that, that Coca-Cola commercial on the show? Which one? The one that the guy made by himself. <laughs> yes, so many times. Are you sure? Yes. Ryan, you got a better memory. Have yes. I talked about the fake Coca-Cola commercial? I listened to this show. Ryan's never listened to this show before. Huh? I, what? I'm I legit listened show. to this show. This is one of the only shows I listened to. I don't remember a Coca-Cola commercial. It's very masturbatory. There's this, there's Wait, this... was there something to do with polar bears, maybe? No, oh, well, no, it. not See, really. He's not a good... You can't Okay, I don't know. Hmm. Well, if he's you... a, he's an O.J. Simpson trial juror. Like, if you he didn't... Yeah. He doesn't have TV. If you what? want, if you if you want to hear the Coca Cola fake commercial story, just shoot an email to uh, podcast at comedybutton.com and let us know whether or not I told that story because I don't remember. <laughs> it's a real good. Yes, yes. But uh, anyway, I I really like pretzel nuggets. That's a. I'm glad we came away from this mm-hmm. conversation with that. I just want to talk about the Rescuers Down Under some more. Okay. AKA my ba- favorite Disney movie. Mm-hmm. What? What do you think about hot dogs at the movie? I think they're pretty good. I don't like those weird foil bags they come in. Me I either. think they're it makes me feel like those uh I like the giant pretzels better. I don't know about hot dogs in the dark. I need to see every bite. I want to I want the hot dog in the sunshine. That's a hot dog is a sunshine. Can't food. believe it's real unless you've seen it with your own eyes. I don't I don't feel right eating hot dogs at night. I, I feel sad eating hot dogs at night. Hot dogs is an outside in the daytime food. I would quite like to see a breakdown mm. of the amount of times I've had a hot dog at the movies and the amount of times I've left the movie theater with food on my shirt. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a that's a one to one right I think there. that's a big circle of a Venn diagram yep. right there. Uh, I think I it was one of the uh uh, you and I went, and a bunch of friends, we went to go see Rogue One. What we always do w- with, with Star Wars is we see it on opening night. Yeah, it's we, amazing. See it, we see it like re- responsibly. Responsibly. And we have like maybe one drink. Yeah. We watch the movie. We cry. Cry. We take it all in. And then we and see then, it the next day. Then we see it the next day and we get like blacked out drunk. Like, and fuck it's, house like, idiot. 10 hammered. in the morning and we eat like idiot. We just we, get all this just, bad food. Can we just call like drunk in a movie just being called? Like, can we call that being Zack Snydered? Yeah. Because yes. like we, we like. So you you and I went to go see Rogue One and it was like 10 a.m. and I ordered like I ordered nachos with queso and I walked out and this is like this is in December so this is last year right before I lost a bunch of weight and uh, it was one of my breaking points was I walked that, out and you guys why you lost a bunch of weight no I walked out I was yelling about like some shit in the movie that I didn't like and you guys were like hey hey Brian. There's cheese all over your sweater and on your sunglasses. And I was like, oh, fucking shit. And I looked down and it was just like <laughs> dripping queso all over me. And I was like, all right, I got to stop this. But that's like, it's, there's certain foods you can't eat in the dark. And that's one of them. You got to be careful what, with that. What sucks I is I do that like, with every meal. Yeah. Yeah, yeah well, you know. Just Charlie Brown it. Yeah. I, I Ryan Scott it. Being being like a fat guy who gets like he just stole that from who me. gets like food on on himself eating in the dark or whatever yeah <laughs> like, that's one thing but being like a skinny guy who gets food on himself when he's eating a bunch of stuff eating in the dark or doing whatever it's just you're just like what's the fuck's wrong with you're me, just a mess you know? at that point because sometimes like I'm a gross I'm like, I, like I'll you know I'll just be gross and sloppy and other times I'm just like 
just like, when did I get to be a slob? Like, I saw I, I saw this this baby bib that has like it like rolls up at the bottom so catch all like the Cheerios. Just and... do it really fast so it flips them back in your mouth. Because <laughs> that's no buy for me if it's not. <laughs> well, you can fling it down and it'll flip back up. You know, it'll be like uh, like putting a ruler on the end of a like table. Like one of those like Looney Tunes like uh, tuxedo front things. Yeah, or like when Bugs Bunny goes diving. <laughs> <laughs> But with food, so, I think they should make those for adults, or they should make shirts that have like a patch in the center that rips off, like like an Iron Man T-shirt. Oh, you know they, had, they had those. They had those, and it has like a thing here, and you can take it off for when you get cheese on it, because a lot of dudes hit the target every single time. No, there's like a legit like there is a, a clothing item that is I don't know if this is exactly for the same purpose, but I forget what it's called. But it's it's a fake, it is a fake collar and front to a shirt. It is basically like a weird, big, formal bib that you put on under, Holy shit. underneath a sweater. And this was like a big thing in the 70s. I think they made a joke about it with um, with Dr. Venture and the Venture Brothers. But basically, like, you're like, oh, you want to wear a shirt, but you don't want to wear, like, two shirts. Uh-huh. You don't want it to look like you're wearing two shirts. Well, it's so weird to, like, remember to wear that, but then also forget to not eat, like, a fucking wreck. <laughs> yeah. Like, the, there's, a, there's, a, there's a weird disconnect there. That doesn't make any sense to me. You know, it's like you're like, oh, I'm going to make a mess of myself today. I better wear my good shirt. What's, what's the consensus on clip-on clip on ties, clip-on bow ties? I think fine. it's fine. I, I don't like any bow ties, so you do yeah, what you want. Yeah, I feel point. like like clip-on bow ties are okay. Clip-on regular ties, I feel like you got a problem, you know? You know what it is? People are upset. Why? People are upset that you didn't go through the struggle that they went through of putting on a tie. That's stupid. Clip-on, you know, clip-on ties are like the, the plastic ketchup bottle. This is a problem that we had, and it's solved now. So. Right, I dude, I'm completely with you on the on the squeeze bottle thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, mayonnaise so jars still can, have can those... fuck directly off. Mm-hmm. Hey, here's a cool thing. What if we got mayonnaise jars that were basically in like, I don't know, like flat flatish bowls that have like, uh, like like Tupperware tops on them, so that when you need to like, you're going to be spreading it anyway. It's not like when it's in a jar, it's not like you're shaking it out. You still have to stick a knife in there. So why yeah. not make it like a wider? Obviously, it's easier for shipping and everything. It's true. Yeah. yeah. Um, Clip-on ties to me, it's kind of like. It, it, it's like it's like the way I, I watched like the Yankees or something where once a year they're in the World Series and I'm like oh well I didn't go through any of the struggle for this but I'm I'm here to enjoy them win and then I'm done and then I'm gone and everyone's like you're fair weather and I'm like why because I didn't I didn't go through the struggle of putting on regular ties all all year like you did I only have to wear a tie like once a year so I'll yeah. clip it on I don't own any clip-on ties but I'm not against it I have no problem with that yeah who cares yeah you have to use cheat codes to beat the game I don't give a shit I think that knowing how to tie a necktie is like is is good mm-hmm. just to be like a regular one a bow tie is a fucking is horse shit yeah that, like, that's not a that's not a good trait like we know. we were all fucking best men for Scott Bromley mm-hmm. rest, and rest, he had to tie all of our ties he also picked bow ties for all of us so that that was that we were set up to fail on that one because yeah. that was he knew that skill and none of us did <laughs> that dumbass magician of a man <laughs> fucking none I, of us had that skill but him yeah. And he was like, "Oh, you don't want to do this?" And I was like, "No, but man." But you know your point. Like, I'm you not a clown. Wear, you only wear a tie like once or twice a year. If you, if if I was in the kind of job where like, oh, I have to wear a suit and tie. I don't know what. First, mm-hmm. why did you hire me for that? Mm-hmm. Second, if I had to do that every day, that'd be a different kind of thing because you. But if you, you know, you're like, I'm going to a wedding. I haven't done this in uh, two years. I don't remember how this is done. Well, I, I, I dress it's up. Different. I dress up a lot. Uh huh. But I don't usually do it with a tie. Because right. I'm one of those, I'm a, I'm a fucking Italian, mm-hmm. so I can do, I can pull off the like top button open, chest, you know, yeah. popping out a little bit. The Harvey Weinstein. Oh come on, <laughs> fuck you. That's that's. 
I'm sorry. Awful. I'm no. so sorry. The Harvey Wine Taster? <laughs> yeah. Okay, anyway. That's better. Uh, no, so it's just like, for me, I only have to wear a tie like a couple times a year, like a wedding or a funeral or something like that. You have to put on a tie because you can't show up to those things just like with the flying V, you know? Yeah, you got to have like, you got to have like three drinks first. Yeah. Yeah. Which doesn't take long. No, a couple, like at the reception at a wedding, you can, you can take off your jacket or you can pop open the V a little bit. That's when it's like people, you take off your belt, throw it at the ceiling fan, see who it (laughs) hits. Whoever it hits becomes a man. Yeah. And the, the next, the next person to get, to get hit by the, the belt that that flies off. Marries the belt. Becomes the altar boy. That's true. At the first wedding. Of the newborn child of the bridesmaid who catches the bouquets. Okay. Very true. Yeah. Very true. Yeah. Um, no, I don't know. I, I, I actually like tying ties. What I hate is that there's like five ways to five knots or whatever. Mm-hmm. There's always like the fucking half Windsor and the four in hand and all that shit. And I learned how to tie one of them. And it's like total muscle memory at this point. And I can make it work with like, uh, with like a skinny tie or like a fat tie or whatever. I figured it out. But I don't know which one it is. Yeah, and you have to actually go through the fucking motions to literally figure out. Like, I look at one of those like infographics that looks like IKEA instructions of like how to tie the tie, and it's all like oh. weird fucking Playmobil hands doing the thing. My brother it's is hard. My brother is friends with this dude uh, that he can drive. He knows he knows exactly how to drive from like his driveway to Yankee Stadium without using directions, but he has to start at his driveway. So like. My brother and him were going to go to a Yankees game, and he was like, so, oh. "He was like, oh, um, all right, well, this is where I live. Uh, come pick me up here, and then we'll go from there. Right. I know the directions. My brother was like, hey, go down this highway over here. And he was like, uh, okay. And he picked him up and then drove back to his house and pulled into his driveway. And my friend was like, or my brother was like, what are you doing? Like, you, this, it's this way. And he's Good like, God. no, I have to start here. So, like, they lost, like, 30 minutes. So he pulled into his driveway. Wow, it's a shame they out. never. It's, if only you had something that could give you, know, you directions. This is what I'm saying, though, man. Some people just have a thing. In his, in his former yeah. life, this yeah. man was a train. Yeah. <laughs> what a fucking like. What a. Isn't weird that insane? Thing? Yeah. That's like that fucking Dale Gerbil thing where it's like, I'll kill you. Here, grab my wrist first, though. I only took a self-defense class. Yeah. Well, I, I know. Well, you know, there's there's times where like I'll know where something, how to get somewhere in relation to where I live. Right. Local. But if I'm, you know. I can navigate to it reasonably well if I'm in the vicinity, but there are probably there are points where if I'm like out here, I'll I won't know how to get over here from there. So that's what Yelp is for. Yeah, I mean, I'll have a thing when I get to a new area where I'll recognize landmarks or areas, and then gradually kind of stitch them together. Mm-hmm. Like San Francisco was a trip for that at first because I'd like I'd come and I'd hang out with friends. They'd be like, we're going to this neighborhood and we'd walk around and then I'd be like, oh, we another occasion I go to a different neighborhood and then it would be like, you know, months, even years later that I'd be like, oh, these things are three blocks away from each other but just... I've always compared it to like, um, like the closest feeling you can get and you can try this at home. Get arrested in GTA and then... Yeah. When the camera spins around and you're like, where the fuck? Like, I blacked out last night. <laughs> I drove, like, 80 trucks into, like, 50 cars. Uh, where am I? And the camera spins around and then you start walking a little bit and you're like, oh, I'm here. And your entire brain does this Doctor Strange mm-hmm. thing where it, like, rotates the city back to where your head yeah. thinks it is. Yeah. Uh, I always find that so fascinating. I'm really good with uh, when it's... Solve that Shelob puzzle. <laughs> I'm really good when it's uh, <laughs> when you're when using the sun as a, as a compass. Yep. Like, and I just you just sort of align yourself. Like, oh, it's it's the afternoon and the sun is over here. That means that's west. And I just kind of like the rest just 
adds up. I never learned that. But if I if I'm in a new place and it's overcast or it's nighttime, I'm like, oh, fuck, I gotta figure, I gotta figure oh, things yeah, out. Night, yeah, that's right. Because I was yeah, I was in, when I was in New York for Comic Con, I was walking around and I. I knew how to get from my hotel to the convention center. It was fine. It was like, you know, like seven block walk or whatever. But for whatever reason, I walked in not quite the wrong direction. I just walked out of the way. Mm-hmm. And then I like looked over and I was like, oh, it, I'm, I need to go down this street. I'm a fucking idiot. And it was right. just like, it was pissing down rain, which is like totally like weirdly, you know, disorienting. Like I just, I didn't know where up was. And that always fucks me up. I'll, I'll do that in New York City. And I lived there for years where I'm just like, and it's a grid. Yeah. It's a literal numbered yeah. grid. Block by block has a number in every direction, and so you can't fuck it up. But I'll be like, oh, that's the right way. And I'll walk like three avenues down the wrong way and with just without looking or without thinking about it. And I'll be like, ah, fuck. Mm-hmm. It's just take, you take 30 minutes of your life, throw it in the toilet, and yeah. never get it back. New York's fucking great to walk in, though, because it's like yeah. it's, there's always so much going on and there's yeah. so much to look at. And I, at one point, I, was, I hung out with, uh, with Jack DeVries while I was there. We went out and got, Hi, Jack. Know, got drunk. Hi, Jack. Um, and we, like, I was walking home to my hotel afterwards, and I was like, oh, you know, I'll, I'll head home. And then I, like, I, I hit some, like, cross street, and I look over, and it was, I was like a moth. And I was like, I wonder if there's other pizza over there. <laughs> I just, like, followed these lights down the street, and it kept going. And I was like, oh, there's more lights past these lights. And I was like, I need to go home now. Yeah. Like, because it, it can keep going, you know. And Spoilers, I kinda, there was definitely pizza over there. Oh, uh, yeah, I know. I, I bought some of it. <laughs> that's, yeah. good, that's, yeah. that's that good treasure. <laughs> we bought pizza three times that night. We just kept going to different God. pizza places, yeah. I went on uh, a bar crawl with a friend of mine who uh, specifically was like, he really liked New York City hot dog carts. And he was like, let's go into the city and let's get a, let's get a drink at like every single bar and then in between the bars we'll stop at the hot dog carts and I'll get a hot dog. And this was like this was like a shitty movie, but like we, we went into the city, we stopped at a hot dog cart, got a hot dog, went into a bar, got like two drinks, thirty minutes later walked outside, walked to another bar and on the way stopped at another hot dog cart, got a hot dog. We did this like six times in a row and I shit you not, we got to this bar at like two o'clock in the morning, blacked out drunk, full of hot dogs, and the bar had all you can eat hot dogs. So my friend and I just looked up and we're like, are you fucking kidding me? Like this is like this is like if they made twenty Harold and Kumar movies. <laughs> like we just get there rules. and I was like, well I guess we gotta eat another hot dog. <laughs> he fell asleep standing up at the bar like holding a hot dog like the bartender was like, you got to get your friend out of here. And I was like, you got to not have unlimited hot dogs. And he was like, no. <laughs> How if old were you? Make, like 22. Okay. Oh, okay. He's like, yeah. if we're going to make a choice about things, I'm going to throw your friend out. And we're going to keep having hot dogs forever. <laughs> I was like, what are you talking about? It's great. Hey, in New York, do they have like Pizza Hut in New York? Uh, there's... Domin- and also, if so, how does that work? There's Domino's. So there was a little, they opened a Little Caesars around the corner for me in New York City when I lived there. I lived on 27th and 3rd, and on like 25th between 2nd and 3rd, they opened a Little Caesars, and it was like, pizza, pizza. And everyone was like, you could say that word 10,000 times here, and it wouldn't be what the fuck you're trying to sell. Like, the whole tenet of like, Little Caesars is that you can walk in and there's a pie and it's hot and ready and it's five dollars. And in New York and it's City, terrible. You can, yeah, and it's terrible. You can walk into any pizza place and they're like, "Here's like three slices and a and a and a, and a coke for yeah. two seventy five. Yep. So it's like they're not competing with anything. So they were they were around for like I swear, 
maybe four weeks. It's like the fastest I've ever seen a chain restaurant go out of business. So and do they, do they, are there not just like chain pizza places? There's Domino's. There's, like, and there's Sparrow, right? Yeah. Sbarro is like, Sbarro is specifically positioned in touristy locations like mm-hmm. Times Square, uh, near Madison Square Garden, and then inside train stations and stuff like that. You'll see that. But uh, for the most part, like, Nobody really fucks with Sabaro, obviously. Yeah, yeah. The problem with Sabaro is that it's, I mean, aside from being shitty pizza, that's, it's, that's the kind of place where if, if you're like, oh, there's Sabaro, there's also like 17 other places yep. around it that are alternatives. Exactly. Those, that's the only place that exists. But the weird thing about Sabaro is because they're so close to touristy areas, it's stupidly expensive. Mm-hmm. So if you walk into Sabaro and you get like two slices and a bottle of water, it's like $14. And you're like, oh, why? <laughs> I'm like, oh, because only idiots eat here. And now you've joined us. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but Domino's, you see, you see Domino's carts in the city and like on the mopeds with people delivering them. And you're like, what's wrong with you? Like every pizza place in the city will deliver to you. Like I, I fundamentally don't understand it. I don't know if it's like foreigners come in or there's like people from like. I will um, only eat Domino's. I you must it, have ketchup for I my steak. I don't understand. No, there's totally there are absolutely people who don't who don't like trust things like who who are scared of things they don't understand. Like they don't they want to go to a new place but they don't want it to be different. Our, and I mean, our look, president look has specifically you, said this. Yeah. Yeah, or he specifically said this about like KFC and McDonald's about how like it's consistent and you trust it. And I think when it comes to meals and food and like intake, yeah. for some people they're just like, I don't want to make a decision. Right. I just want to eat. Yeah, yeah. And no, I mean, he's also he's also been to other countries where they've made sure they've had like well done steak with ketchup on the menu for his yeah. special palate. Yeah. The babby is here. Do you like sexy ladies in problematic situations? Do you like big muscular dudes with swords jumping around shouting and shit? Animals doing things that animals probably don't actually do? Well, you need some Japanese animation. That's right. I'm talking about anime, baby. Go to crunchyroll.com slash comedy button and sign up for a free month long trial today. Have you guys ever eaten uh, Jersey Mike's? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I actually just did when I was in Jersey, which is weird because uh, huh. they the have them out here. Jersey Mike's. I thought that yeah. was from L.A. Yeah. <laughs> I thought so, too. Yeah. Um, yeah, Jersey Mike's is awesome. It's a good sandwich place. But I, I, you just reminded me, I was there the other night getting sandwiches, and this lady just pops her head in the door, and she's like, hey, you guys have Coca-Cola products? And they're like, no, Pepsi. And she just leaves, like... How is that? How is how is that the deciding factor? I don't get it. That's so weird. That's such a weirdly specific deal breaker. That's baffling. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I know there's a bunch of weird, like, quiet political shit between what, like, what soda is on display and what, like, like Coca Cola will like for for small markets and stuff. They're like, hey, if you uh, if you put the Coke stuff up front, we'll give you a cooler. Yeah, like shit like that. And it's like, hey, if you don't have Pepsi stuff at all, we'll cut you a deal. You know, and it's like, yeah, but that's. Brands marketing to their clientele. Yeah, I mean, which are stores. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's yeah. just how that works. It's it's weird because it's like it's like. But for somebody to be like, I'm hungry. Right, right. I may get a delicious sandwich, but only if I can have. Coke I mean, I don't it. know. Maybe she was a, that, a that's crazy an insane woman who thought she worked for Pepsi and was trying to like you know trying to rack up a new deal. How about have just have water. This was, have some water yeah. with your sandwich every now that, and then. That's a good idea. That's, that's a good idea. Have I, a little water. I'm with you. It's okay. I, I know also, people are like, really there's be, water in Coke. Just have weird, some water. It's weird to be like Coca-Cola <laughs> products, not like, yeah. hey, do you guys sell, do you guys sell, it's weird to be like, do you guys sell Coke? <laughs> I only drink hey. from that sweet saccharin family tree known yeah. as the Coca-Cola tree. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of fountain do you have out back? 
I like to support my big brand. It's so weird. Yeah, but it's yeah. like a strange. Yeah, I don't get it. Yeah. Also, you, you guys have seen those like uh, those. I forget Weird what they're called. Brand those, those soda machines that they have at like big movie theaters and chain places. It's, yeah, it's like, like hundred flavors. It's like and all mix that. them up. Or do whatever you know the called. Do you know the story behind those? No. So that's they're, what's they're brilliant. Awesome. These are the ones that are like that are computerized, and you can be like, I want fucking orange Fanta with root beer flavoring and like crushed ice and like Hawaiian shaved ice on top of that, and then lemon shit on, and whipped cream. Where they just you customize the fuck out of it. It's a, <laughs> it's a Saints Row character creator for your soda, dude. You know that the last time I got from, I, the last soda I got from one of those. Was was a zero calorie club soda. I know, but then I snuck into a movie theater with like a pint of vodka. There and you go. Blade Runner, At so. a boy. Yeah. I was like, I was like, where are you going with this? The other shoe uh, dropped. Yeah. Uh, no, but like those things were apparently invented by this dude who was trying to make water filtration things. And I might be, I might be totally butchering this, like we do with plenty of other facts on our on our radio program. Um, but there's a story about a guy who was. Um, he was trying to basically uh, engineer this thing that like that filters water for like third world countries, and he's like, "Hey, uh, I need, I want to put these out there." And Coca-Cola was like, "Hey, what are you gonna do for us?" And he's like, "All right, I'll fucking invent this nonsense horseshit machine for you." And so this weird like kind of like push me pull you of him him being like, "Hey, uh, I'll make this thing for you if you if you get like actual water out to people who yeah. need it." Yeah, and it's like kind of like. I don't know. It, Do you think there's like a subculture of those machines? It's sort of like the Jelly Belly kit bashing recipe kids who are just like, I mean, Jelly Belly legalizes that, right? They do it yeah. themselves. Like when you buy one of those big Christmas boxes of Jelly Belly, have you ever seen those? Oh, hell yeah. That have like, it's like 60 little divots that have like bean shaped, like mm-hmm. sort of like. It's like it's like buying colored pencils that you can eat. Yeah, and they'll be like, "Oh, there's you know bananas over here, chocolates over here, marshmallows over here. You can make or graham crackers here. Here's how you make a s'more, or here's how you make like, uh, you know, like a a margarita. Mm -hmm. And you like take a bunch of different jelly bellies and you mix them together at the same time and you eat them and it like in your mouth you get you're like, oh my god, it kind of does taste like Salisbury steak or whatever the fuck. Yeah, you think people like. Do you think there's specific recipes for this machine where people have found things where you're like, you can make it taste exactly like, uh, you know, I I feel like it it doesn't have enough, uh, it doesn't have enough like variables. Mm. Like it's got a lot of variables, but they're all kind of like, they're kind of overlapping, you know? Right, right, right. Like there's a set number of combinations that are supposed to take place, but like they don't, yeah, I like wish that they were like, hey, we've got surge syrup. It's fucking, it's it's fucking green, you know, double strength Sprite with a dash of, you know, caffeine or whatever. Exactly. But instead, they're like, no, it's it's add, add the strawberry squirts, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah, I wonder if people have just figured out how to like recipe those machines to come up with like a band. I mean, flavors. the fact that you came up with this so easily means probably, probably yeah. right. <laughs> well, <laughs> well I mean, like that's the weird thing nowadays is that you can ask a question like that, and then there's like a subreddit and an entire subculture dedicated to it. Well, we put up that that funny video on our on our YouTube channel, which is YouTube.com/slash the comedy button of Ryan drinking uh, the. <laughs> Rowdy Roddy, Roddy Piper, Piper. bubblegum soda. Right. Which was a, and we, a, like a bit you did in one yeah. take based on <laughs> us being in a liquor and we, store. We jokingly called it review. And yeah. one of the commenters, and I don't he, know if he was serious was or what. He was a review. He was sort of a review. He was all out of bubblegum. He was. I meant that. I was right. But it was a very casual review. It was just like kind of an outsider yeah. to, to soda review culture. And that is a thing that exists in on the internet. I don't want to say uh-huh. in the real world. What but did like, this commenter say? This guy was like. This is not a helpful review at all. Like, this is a, he was really, he was like really annoyed about it. Like he was like, oh, I don't, I don't. Do you see what I said to him? I was like, yes, I agree. And also, why would you type this? Yeah. No, he was like, you, you don't pour soda over ice; it dilutes the soda. And I'm like, well, it also what? makes it cold. 
I don't know. It's like, dude, maybe just. Well, you guys knew like those weird people like growing up who were like, can I get a, a large Coca-Cola, no ice? And you'd be like, why? I, yeah. Yeah. I'd you'd be like, that. why no ice? Because there's more room for soda in the cup. And yeah, it's already yeah, cold if it's coming if it's, out of a soda What if machine. it's not that cold, though? Well, then that's a different problem. I think it's horseshit. What if they got the good the ice? Do you know about that whole thing? There's like a whole like meme culture of the good ice. The good ice is like that that really crumbly kind, like the really the really just the ground up, like almost almost like snow cone type what, ice. Macaulay Culkin's the good ice. That, yeah, the that's good that, ice. That's that new show about that autistic ice, the good ice. <laughs> I, but yeah, like it's a I don't know, it's a nice it's a nice like fancy type of ice. There was this there was this weird '70s soda machine. This this feels like a yeah. mellow yellow. No, no, no. Like, um, it was one of the, you know, like in, in Terminator 2, when he goes to the, like, coffee cup machine or the coffee machine and, like, the, the, the poker card cup comes down. Yes. And you're like, what the fuck is that? Like, Have you just... seen those machines before? Like, they, they're in, like, very old hospitals in New Jersey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're in, like, parking garages in New York City. Yeah. Like, sometimes you'll go, like, you'll, you'll be, like, in the Bronx or Queens or something like that, and you'll, like, go to park a car and... You'll see them there, and you'll see a guy pop up, and like those cups still pop out. Like yeah. it's fucking insane. No, but there's that that weird like pre pre overly packaged like soda culture or whatever. <laughs> um, they had a soda version of that where you'd like put in. I think it was thirty five cents. This was at like a Long's Drugs in Sonoma that right. also used to sell like you know plastic model kits and stuff. And this like you'd put in your weirdly small amount of money. And I always like had like I was like oh this is a, this is a cheap cheap deal or whatever it was on my walk home from school and it, this little fucking it was like it was like some roll doll shit where like it would just be like and then you hear like and this little cup would come down and you'd be like is that him and then it would be like and then this it would take this like dump of ice and it would just be like heavily crushed almost like almost like snow coney ice right. and, it would just go, and it would like fall on the cup and get everywhere and it would like fill the cup up and then it would be like and it would like squeeze out this weird little like this like fucking like raspberry soda and it was like an italian soda almost it was, like oh, it mixed weird. it in there but it was like it was totally off brand completely like unlike any flavor i've ever had before and it would i'd be walking home with this fucking cup like i'm uh fucking brody and mall rats like this weird cup of ice of ice drink of like just like walking I just down the street with it. Yeah, you know, like I just got out of a fucking school dance. Like there's That's no so there's no bottle. There's no like cover for it. There's no straw. They're just like here, have a fucking paper cup full of ice soda that came out of this weird thirty five cent machine. That's like um. It was, a couple, I mean, it was yeah. It was like the old coffee machines. It was like you're like where where did this come from? You there's know? a couple like chains. Um, they they just I think one of them just closed down. What's like what, it's not Pete's or Phil's or Starbucks, but there was another one in San Francisco, Coffee something, that was on Market Street. Nah, no, Do you know Coffee Bean? Coffee Bean. Coffee so Bean. So Coffee Bean did the they same have thing. They the good ice. We had the ice, right? And yeah. it's like crushed down. Yeah, to yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And that's it's the good ice. Very tiny. It's almost like Nerds. Yeah, or yeah. Pop little, rocks little, or something. Little, little bitty ice. Um, the other place that does that is hospitals. Like for yeah. some odd reason, because they don't. That's where the good doctor is. He's got to have the good ice. Yeah, I think they're like. I think they're careful I think about. The good doctor is that Juliana Margulies show. I think it has something. Hospitals have something to do with like patients swallowing giant ice cubes like idiots or something. Well, it's because they give them they give them ice to suck on yeah. too. Yeah. yeah. So uh, whenever every time I see that, I connect all of those things together. Helps with all the sexual tension. That's so interesting. Hospitals but, are one of the sexiest places on earth. Hands I don't know if down. Been one, yeah. <laughs> Nurses, say no more. Yeah. They're the sexiest. Yeah. They let you shit in that small sled. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they give you apple goop. It's a, yeah. yeah. Nurses basically dress like giant. Like they basically wear pajamas. They, don't, they dress like big sexy ghosts. Yeah, they don't That's wear. Cool. They don't wear like 
a, a little skirt or whatever they do at Halloween. It's not yeah. like that. Uh, no, but those coffee machines uh, growing up, they were really interesting because there was those cups that would drop down had sort of like a metagame to them. Like it did not, you couldn't actually do anything with them, but they had cards printed on the side. And every now and then you'd see a guy being like, oh, right, I got an ace. Ace in the hole. Ace is loaded. And he would just drink his coffee and he'd be like, oh, you won the machine this time. Yeah. Like it's, that, a, was it's sort of like tier cup. And our version of that when we were children was like, oh, I got a Tootsie game? Pop and it has like an Indian shooting a star. And on. then you have an argument with your three friends about whether or not that actually gets you free Tootsie Pops. Yeah. Well, there was that there was that rumor that like you could mail in the wrapper and you'd get like prizes. Yeah. And on the Tootsie Pop official site, which you and I have just enough spare time at work to find this dumb shit. I somehow like ended up on that website site and they have a section on the site dedicated to like explaining why that's not an actual thing you know they probably didn't have a website until they kept getting too many complaints and they're like we should probably just put this information yeah. out there that somehow and dude their website looks like space you know the space jam movie website yeah, yeah. like it's, it's the tootsie that would be like yeah. nintendo.com having an faq about how, how, how there are not that many uncles that work at nintendo <laughs> Here's a list of the uncles who work at Nintendo. And also, they're not localizing Mother 3. Yeah, isn't that insane that they had to actually, like, explain that? What, the Tootsie Pop? Yeah, the that they had to be like... Yeah, or, that, or that the Nintendo kind of, uncles. I mean, well, really, really both. They, one of them they didn't actually do. That, <laughs> that was the goof. There's no list of uncles on the Nintendo <laughs> website that I know of. If one of these is not your uncle, yeah, he so does the full uncle here. roster has been unlocked. <laughs> Here's the official thing. I'm going to read it real quick. It says Legend of the Shooting Star, and this is on Tootsie.com, which is not about uh, like having sex with this cats. Is all, or whatever this is all sounding like a, like an intro to a porno. Tootsie.com. <laughs> Tootsie.com does sound like a great affordable place to buy fleshlights. Yeah, or a good place to like for <laughs> to masturbate uh, for videos where people fart on feet. <laughs> um, since the creation of the Tootsie Pop in fucking 1931, I'm adding words here. The meaning and origin of the shooting star on the wrapper has become a topic of a discussion has been in circulation for generations. So they never stopped doing it, even though it's got a like Native American on it that they were just like, oh, it's fine. Uh, it has been rumored that local convenience stores used to give a free Tootsie Pop to anyone who brought in a wrapper containing the image of the shooting star. So that's not even like people wouldn't even mail them in because they didn't even have a thing. They, they would just throw them on the counter and be like, you owe me free They'd candy. go back to the store and some guy who was like an immigrant would be like, I don't know. the, I, I don't have the paperwork on this. I just run a convenience store. That is my dream. Come to the promised land. The streets are paved with gold. Work in the convenience store. Tell the kids that they can win the Tootsie Pop. I mean, that's some like weird fucking back alley Willy Wonka logic. Unfortunately, we do not know how this rumor started, and Tootsie Roll Industries has never actually honored this promotion. In fact, the shooting star appears on one in every four to six Tootsie Pop wrappers, just as frequent as <laughs> other images appear, you dumb fuck. However, we do believe the star is a sign of good luck to come because we're liars. Mr. Owl informed us, there's where the science flies out the window, that one night he was sitting on his branch and he came across a shooting star in the sky. He suggested that we add the shooting star on the Tootsie Pop to give our fans necessary luck that may be needed to find out just how many licks it takes to get to the Tootsie Roll Center. Another answer he doesn't have. Over the years, thousands of people have tried <laughs> to lick their counts and their, their counts have all varied. There have been studies done to figure out the age-old question. Do you think you have what it takes? This is like 
the, a Trump speech where like Wait, did, halfway did, did, are you really like, are you not making this last part up? No, they're like they they're just like yeah, they you just, know, we're the just, biggest crowds. So, like we asked you about gun control. <laughs> they've just pivoted to like and here's an ad for the thing you know from Tootsie Pops. Uh, you, <laughs> you know that uh, like hey, like Tootsie, Tootsie, Tootsie rolls were literally in World War II rations. Yeah. Like they're hey, that fucking old. Mr. Tootsie, why is there an Indian shooting a star on your rapper? Uh, I find that racially insensitive, and also it's a, f- a misleading contest. Oh, you know, uh, many people have asked that question. Most people want to know, uh, what about that owl? How many times can he lick this pop before you get the center? No one no, really knows. No, that crooked owl's always saying it takes a certain number of licks, and uh, really, uh, we looked into licking it. it the depends most on the, licks. The biggest oh, uh, <laughs> I got a question for you. How wet is your mouth? <laughs> how much how much water you got in your mouth for <laughs> licking? How big is your tongue? Yeah, I, I fucking, think so. I love that they were there, just like we have a thing here, and that's it. You know, they say that I don't, I don't get to the center of the tizzy pop with my licks. I want you to know that I do. Most of the previous owls, they did not. They did not lick it. Has anybody all, actually I, fed an owl a Tootsie Pop? Like, I feel like that's one of those no. things that BuzzFeed should have done like seven years ago by now. Like, we fed actual owls actual Tootsie Roll Pops, and they're all <laughs> dead and very <laughs> fucked up. I'm amazed no one. Oh my god. A group of engineering students from Purdue University reported that its licking machine, modeled after a human tongue, took an average of 364 licks to get to the center of a Tootsie Pop. Get dunked on, you fucking owl. That owl was lying to us all those years. He's like, oh, the information's not in because you're a bird with clothes on. Yeah, well, if you need some some balls of shitted out mouse skeletons, uh, (laughs) I don't think that machine can help you, but an owl can. I like to to get my Tootsie Rolls licked the old-fashioned way by putting them in an owl's mouth. If I could talk to an owl, my number one question would be how you turn your head around like that i wouldn't even be talking about you ever see what a hairless owl looks like or like a featherless owl looks no. like they are I mean, they, only in cartoons they look, they look like, like a they, kentucky senator they look like a thing you kill <laughs> in caves very early in a video game they're fucking awful oh they're very very bad animals Whoa. that's not great on the world's biggest owl. anyway we solved uh we solved it. yeah do we have today. any any questions for us yeah as opposed to our <laughs> questions for that fucking bird yes we do uh let's see I'm very good friends. Do you guys want to get serious or you want to say you want to get silly or a little? Here's a mix of both. All right. Tyler Kells. Ryan, this one's totally What could go wrong? Got it. What is the angriest you have ever been over a silly issue? I don't know how to narrow that down. Right, you get pissed the only over things very I get, The only shit. things I get annoyed Ooh. at are trivial things. Two seconds ago, we just got mad about, about Tussie Pops. So. Hey, were, we, were we really mad? Well, I pretty heated. mad. I got heated. The angriest I've ever been over something stupid. Yeah. Isn't that kind of like the angriest we all get though? Isn't it? Isn't isn't it always over something stupid? No, I mean I, some people get angry like in a street fight because like yeah, calm down there, them. little Buddha. I don't like. Well, I guess yeah. I've, I've never been in a street fight outside of street Super fights are, are mostly actually driven by like love. For yeah. Love for the street fight itself. Yeah. Yeah. People don't usually do that because they're mad. It's mostly because it's fucking cool. You yeah, a lot like, of people just like to fight. Yeah. You sound like a freaking Ryu main. Yeah. Thanks, dog. <laughs> <laughs> Is that bad? Um, to play as the guy who's on the box, like wearing the concert. That's the pretty. Band. That's pretty no, casual. No, yeah. no, that's fine. I play mostly as Hot Ryu, which is the the gay sex dad version of Ryu. Oh, yeah. Ken. <laughs> Got it. So I imagine you get. I actually, I've seen you. I've seen you tweet like tweet about shit that's just like what keep it in your head. Like you'll get really mad at I'll like, get annoyed at some stupid yeah, like I don't know. I don't like, like these audacity patch notes there at a yeah. But it's stuff like you're you're that's exactly right. the kind of yeah. thing I would Yeah, I, I think it's I think at. when we're saying like something that's stupid or like something trivial, it's something that's not actually interfering with uh trying to get something done, you know? 
Like I was fucking, I was fucking raging at like the IGN like slideshow CMS because I was taking photos of toys at like uh, right at New York Comic Con. Like, and it was just. But when I think of like stupid stuff that gets me mad, like I don't know, it's usually it's usually not just like pet peeve stuff where it's like weirdly like oh I'll knock over something in the bathroom and just start howling swear words at it, you know. But like I remember getting in a fight with my friend because. And it's an early episode of the Venture Brothers where one of the guys, there's straight up just a Star Wars kid reference. Like one of the guys like spins around with a lightsaber. And I don't think I'd seen the episode yet, but we got in an argument about whether or not that was a reference to Star Wars kid. And we got in like the dumbest fucking argument about it. Like it was, this was, this was 2004, three or four. This was a minute ago. Mm -hmm. And my we were God, like, has Venture we Brothers like, been on for that long? Oh, that's an old-ass show at this point, yeah. That premiered in... Is yeah. it still on? Eh, well, ish. I mean, that's... They, they disappear for, like, years at a time. That's yeah. a, yeah. Yeah. Depends on when you ask. No, right, they, right. they aired the pilot in 2003, I think. Jesus. Or f- and I think it... Yeah. But anyway, we were on the phone about it, just, like, screaming at each other. And he, he was, <laughs> he was like, kind of patronizing me and just being like, nah, man, I think it's... Pre- I'm pretty sure that's the Star Wars kid. And I was like, it's not the Star Wars kid. And I was just like... My thought was that Venture Brothers was like too smart to be referencing an E-Bombs World video, which was more like yeah, the show's it, not going to reference stuff. It wasn't. Jeez. It wasn't giving it enough credit that like the internet was actually there at that point, right, which right, was right. kind of weird to think about. Like that it was. Hmm. I was like, E-Bombs World is just a stupid website we look at. Like they're not going to be like making a cool cartoon show that talks about internet culture. And it's like, what? Here we are. It's funny. Yeah. The thing I get I, I get like the most riled up about is shit that just doesn't like shit that I buy that's great and then just doesn't work for some reason. Like I, I love when things just work and I don't have to think about them. Mm-hmm. But like I'll like I'll come home and my TV will be like, Oh, there's no internet. And I'm like, Yes, there is. Everything knows that. Everything here <laughs> already is talking to my my modem or whatever. And my TV's like, not me, we're not on speaking terms. And you have to go in and be like, Hey, Remember my good friend, the router? Well, this is her name, and, you know, you guys should talk. And here's, you know, she really likes when you call her her password. And then all of a sudden, your TV's like, oh, there you are, old friend. And yeah. Like, what happened to you, man? Like, you, you were supposed to have this shit down. Like, you were a smart TV. It says smart on the side of you. And he'll just forget every now and then. And you're like, I hate that. Like, when you sit down at the end of a fucking, like, 40-hour day, and you're exhausted, and you're like, you turn on your TV, and it's just like, well, not tonight. Yeah. Well, it's like, it's... Sometimes R two D two gets mad at C three P. I know it sucks. Yeah. <laughs> um, it sucks. But no, like we get we get so like comfortable with certain things, and like this is like we, we're ordering food in the car over here, mm-hmm. and I was ordering in a car that you ordered right, through the computer in my pocket. Yeah, you know, and then we got this. We were ordering food, and it was doing the thing where it was trying to base my location on my GPS, but we're in a moving car, and I'm trying to order food to my house. And it's like, are you sure you're at this address? And it kept popping up with that. And I'm like, yes, I'm just you want, trying to. You want some Chinese I food in the middle of this the bridge? Food. I know you guys think you're fast, but like, just you know, that'd be really cool See if I showed up on the side of on like a motorcycle, is. like in the fucking Matrix Reloaded. I feel like, it's a, like, hey, I got a your bird brings food it to here. you at that point. <laughs> yeah, but like, I, I just a food delivery I, drone. I don't know. It was it was trying to be too like ahead of the curve and too streamlined. And I think that's where it gets it gets bad is when things are oh, they really just they want. Ryan, stop! Stop trying to get the dog's attention. He's just trying to lie down. Put the dog's off. Stop looking at the dog. He, my dog is here. D2 costume. Why don't you yes. treat the show like it's a dog and yeah. pay attention to yeah, the show? Oh, God, we fucking you. But no, like boy. I mean, with the same way with internet stuff, it's like it used to. Be, internet used to be a fucking pain in the ass, and like, mm-hmm. and I don't know, like, 
we've gotten so used to like like I'll turn on my PS4 and it'll be the last place I was in the game. Like I just it suspends itself and like right. you know I'll throw my Switch in my bag and I'm like oh here's where I was in my game. But other times you go to the your, your like to download a game and it just pinwheels and it's just like please yeah. wait. But no I'll go you back know, to like what I'll go back to like PS3 and I'm like oh I have to start it up entirely. Yeah. Like I have to start the whole system. Wow, that's and weird. then the game has to load. I I stop, save the game, and turn the system off every time. You're not what? one to talk. You're a funny mm. old grandpa. You don't use man. rest mode. No. Why? Because I want to make sure my game saves and there's no problem. I still save my game. Save rest mode doesn't fuck know. up the saves. Yeah. The point is, they're my. like you know, there are little things here and there that some people find more comforting and, and easier to, you know, easier. Do you, to pa- use do you pause anything and return to it? Uh. Poops. Well, I mean, I'll, if I'm like shut, if I'm going to bed for the night and I'm playing a game, I'll turn it off and turn the system off, and then I will come back to it the next day and then turn the system back on and That's boot up the, the game. That's not at all the answer for. Yeah. The if flesh. I'm just taking a break to for the poops or whatever. Wow. So I'll here's here's the, the most game. recent thing I've gotten mad at is that answer. Yeah, you Good don't. God. You don't. You ever like pause a movie and then shut off the TV and then come back the next day and finish watching it? Uh, I usually will, if I'm watching a movie, I'll just watch it. That you never stop, you never like fall asleep on the couch and like, oh man, I'll watch the rest of this. Well, tomorrow. where are you gonna go? You, you, so you that's know, a good you question. Go the other room, you know. I mean, if it's a game that take many, many hours over several days, like you know, I'll, I'll Dude, turn I, it off at night. I will fucking like, like I'll, I'll upload my game save to the cloud. Go to work, turn on the PS4 we have on our desk, and then like download the cloud save and be like, I'm playing this for research for beyond. And I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm just I'm playing that fucking sexy bug fighting game in Yakuza, yeah, you know? Exactly. <laughs> like, but it's like, I don't know, the fact that you can like cloud save shit is insane it's to me. It's amazing. Yeah. My mom was like showing me her folder full of like Google Docs or like not not Google Docs, like Microsoft Word Docs. And I was like, put these online for the for god's sake these are on a hard drive like the fact that something isn't just automatically saved somewhere yeah you know and if it was like personal information i'd be like oh, maybe keep that in a safe place but like i feel like even at that point like if google like fucks up and they lose your shit it's like hey man we fucking tried like, yeah. we did everything we could here this is on you this is not even i can't even hold the l on this one because this is like you guys that's a google fucked up yeah like, if Google fucked up, they got bigger problems than, than my shit. Yeah. You know? Than me, like, I made a Google Doc of all the questions we got for the comedy button. It's like, oh, well, how many razors do you think a man needs? It's like, it's shit like that. I'm like, all right. If we lost that. I think every man needs, all. like, two to three good razors. I'll be okay. I'm yeah. down with that. Uh, Maxwell Wills. Or Willis. Maxwell Wills. says, what's, Max Wills. What's your guys' viewpoint on strip clubs? They're dumb. Have you been to one? Uh, I was at one one time when I, I got taken to Mexico against my will. It was dumb. Wait, yeah, that doesn't sound like an ideal ideal scenario at all. Can you elaborate, please? Yeah, I just went in there and I was like, take me back to San Diego where I came to be. Did I you don't want to be dance? here. No. No? no. Did the strippers come up and talk to you? Did you get a no. fisherman's kiss? No. It was no. weird. Did you get a staph infection? No. You sure? I, I didn't do anything in the strip club except express annoyance that we were there. Okay. I used to go. I used to go to the strip club a lot when I lived in New Jersey. I don't get it. It was. Uh, I had. I had friends that worked there. It was like a friend of mine. A friend of a friend of mine's family owned the strip club, so we would go all the time. Um, but the weird thing is, in New Jersey, I'm not sure if it's like this in other states, but in New Jersey, if. Uh, Strip clubs are in two categories, and it's one if they serve alcohol, mm-hmm. they can't be topless, 
And two, so it's not a if stri- they're topless or naked, they can't serve alcohol. It's the weirdest. So one thing. is a strip club, and one yeah, is yeah. But you could BYOB for some of them. It, what? Like, which is good. Yeah. Oh New my Jersey. god. Yeah, that gets yeah. weird. So you would have things where we'd be like, all right, well, the, we went to the, we went to the bar all night, and but we have like a handle on a twelve pack. We're going to the strip club. And we would go there, and like we knew the the fa- like friends of the family owned the place, so like the strippers would come over and talk to my friend's son, who was my friend, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden I'm just like I'm friends with all the strippers, and so it n- completely normalized it for me. Like mm-hmm. I didn't go there and go like Oh yeah, baby, I'm wearing the sweatpants for Wait. the ultimate, or like I didn't do shit like that. You just it becomes completely normal to you. It's like it's like figure painting, right? Or after a while, it's like it's just well. That's what I love about light. strip clubs is like I think I, when I was when I was 18, like what else are you gonna do? Yeah. I that point i didn't even drink and i was like i, I don't know i'm 18 i guess i'll go to the strip club and i was like mm-hmm. i don't know I'd, I'd grown up like watching like weird 80s action movies where there's like strip club fights and you know fucking axel foley pretends that uh taggart is like gerald ford and then you know duke nukem where you got to go in there and get the jetpack up in the vents to find the pipe bombs yep. or whatever like i was like oh strip clubs are like an interesting place to go that's true uh, by the way they always, they always keep the jetpack in the vents at the strip club yeah, that's, that's a that's good place to hide it yeah. every time man um that's but there's like there's kind of like this is seedy culture to it in the same way that like i like bars because they remind me of the cantina because mm-hmm. the cantina is based on bars but like i don't know i went to a strip club and i was like hey that's cool there's boobs and like i quickly was like yeah i mean I don't, you know I'm, that's that's great but like i'm also interested in like what this place is is like a cultural Location? Yeah, the weird thing about strip clubs is it's like it's like ninety percent Panda Babas and Doctor Evazons. Yeah, that's what I love is people watching. I remember seeing a dude who had fucking he had like road rash on the back of his head. So like imagine scraping your knee, but then imagine your knee is your head. Yeah. So it was just this giant mohawk of scab. Which was fucking gnarly. It's also the dudes go in there, they wear like the thinnest pants you can buy. Like they basically paint on pants, they spray paint pants on, and they're like, I'm ready for the dance now, you can touch the dick. It's this, like, that shit yeah. is disgusting. They show up in like umbros, yeah. and like little shorts. It's, it's horrible, it's horrible. That whole culture is disgusting to me. Um, well, it, well, that's weird. We had, uh, we had, you know, Moonshine on the show, who's a former stripper. Right. And I remember her, t- like, she posted a video of like, what the word of the strip club, and that's partially because. Apparently, doing a lap dance with no clothes on on jeans sucks. Yeah. So, like, wear something that doesn't chafe. Yeah. And then it's fun for everybody, basically. Uh, yeah, it makes sense. I, I don't. Mean, I don't even give a shit about. It. I, I went to. I went to a strip club at, in Vegas. I went to fucking Peppermint Rhino. Uh, Peppermint Rhino. Spearmint. Spearmint. Whatever the fucking place is called. The the, the minty beast animal. Mm-hmm. Uh, and. Jen was Jen kept trying to buy me lap dances because I was like, oh, it's your birthday party, like let's get you a lap dance, whatever. And I just am like, like nah, no, thank you, I'm, I'm fine, you know. And I'm just like, I don't, I don't know. It's like it's not really, I don't really get it, you know. It's it's fine. Yeah, it's, like, it's that whole. It's weird. That whole side of it is is odd to me. Like I like I I haven't been to one in actually in a very long time, but I like the idea of like I'm at a bar and there are beautiful women here and they're dancing yeah. and no one's really hating on them. Hopefully, yeah. because there's a there's this like massive disconnect between that and there's a a wall of people protecting them from yeah. that even happening. I mean, I would say that. Uh, you know, huge generalization here, but I would say that on average, strippers probably feel safer than regular bartenders do. Oh, for sure. Yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, there's, a, but there's also like, you know, there's, a, there's a huge disconnect that I have where, um, you know, part of me is just like, this is disgusting and it's objectifying the women, and then there's the other side where the women are like, this is empowering and this is. <laughs> I just paid for law school. Yeah. Like, I mean, they make a, and, and they're like, I like doing this. Like, I like showing my body off, and I mm-hmm. like. To, so it's like, you know, who am I to say? I'm just like a dumb man. Yeah. Right? So it's not my call to make. Ultimately that's 
that's their choice. Um, but like, I don't have a problem with them. I have a problem with like the, like the grabby, gropey, wet-handed culture of men that go mm. in and just make it sick for everybody. Yeah. I also have a problem with like, um, I tend to like if I'm at a bar. Like, sometimes I'll have, like, a couple bucks on the table in front of me or something like that. And at a strip club, like, you'll look away for half a second and, like, a vagina will pick it up and carry it away, you know? Like, that happens it's every like now and the then. the claw machine. Yeah, exactly. All <laughs> the little like aliens pop out like that claw. Yeah. Uh, so that happens every now and then. But for the most part... It's like a UFO catcher, but it's like an yeah. IUD catcher. It's a different thing. And then I have no idea what's going on in the back room. That's not really anything I ever took any part in. Yeah. Uh, in in New Jersey, like it gets grimy enough in the front room that you're like, I don't even want to know what the fuck is going on. They're probably del- delivering babies back there or some shit. It's disgusting. But yeah, like the whole culture of like, you pay for a song, but then a good DJ can make a song last 30 minutes, but he's actually played six songs because he's good at blending. So like a, 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 a stripper, a strip club yeah. DJ will come in there and like, You'll you'll get a lap dance that's like you know x amount of money for one song, and then 25 minutes later you'll be like, that was the longest song of my life, and it's like that was eight songs, and you owe me a thousand dollars. Oh fuck. Well, I love the uh, the fact that you also see women who are like, why why aren't you fighting crime? Yeah, like they're just like they do the thing where they're like they're holding on to like the the pole with like one hand, but they're upside down and they're mm-hmm. like acting like they're walking around on the ceiling, and you're like, what the the fuck? the fuck do you do normally you know we have this we have this like bed frame in my apartment that just has like two at the end of the bed it has like two of those like tall like wooden rods mm-hmm. or whatever and i'll get up in the middle of the night to pee and i'll have to like feel around for one and then like half the time i walk into it and then i'll grab it and just sort of like move around it and every single time i'm like how the fuck do strippers do this? In like a pitch black nightclub with like a strobe light, they're just like flying all over it. They're hanging upside down and they have a complete spatial understanding of every moment of it. It takes a lot. Yeah, and they're wearing like just insane weird little fish tank shoes Mm -hmm. that just... They know know about the Matrix. Yeah. And they don't have the like the the butt of a Cub Scout like I do. It's (laughs) just a small little ass. Yeah. No, I don't know. That that shit's fascinating. Like just... I I don't know. It's, It's a weird part of culture of just yeah. of life you know it's there it's not like you know they're not really up for debate it's like people aren't really trying to shut them down or anything like yeah that. that's the weirdest part you know is it like hey here's this organization that gives uh health care to women uh it seems like people pretty much settled on them being an okay part of our society it's whether or not like you like there are a lot of men that get in trouble from going there you know i don't think th- i think it, like if i went nowadays like my wife would just kind of be like oh why yeah like you're in your mid thirties, I'd be like, "Well, we keep talking about going to the Gold Club to get uh, like the for buffet. lunch. Yeah, we yeah. want to go there to try the buffet. Apparently, the buffet is really nice. But also, I'm down like, for the, that. that weird like, like what if you were like, oh, we want to go to Denny's, but what if there were tits there? And you're like, what? The thing is, like, I know if we went to the Gold Club in San Francisco, which has um, apparently, if you read the Yelp reviews, if you're that depraved, which we have done before <laughs> at work, we've read the lunch reviews for the Gold Club. On Yelp, yeah, it's, it's like, a lot of it's people like, like eight blocks though. It's yeah. a walk. Yeah, it's not. It's, you know, you have to walk off that that golden shrimp, <laughs> those buttermilk biscuits. Oh, God, I mean, it's the kind of thing where like I know I'll go, I'll get food poisoning, and I'll have that like insult to injury food poisoning, or I'm vomiting violently out of my mouth and ass, like, and my oh. wife standing there in the bathroom being like, "And that's why you don't eat lunch at the strip club." Mm. Like, you know, if I just went to like. You know, well, some actually, I, that's one of the funny things. I know in California, the deal is that if they do serve food or alcohol, like they can't. I think they can only be topless. Okay. 
And I think the logic there is less like puritanical and more like don't have your fucking ass and pussy out near the food. Like, yeah. Just don't. It's like <laughs> it's it's along the lines of like wash your hands after you go to the bathroom. It's like don't put your bathroom parts out near the food. Just exactly. don't do it. You know. And I'm like, I kind of respect that. You know, honestly, you, you put your you can put your titties all all the way near the chicken parm, but do not put yeah. your ass. Yes, it's fucking yeah. arbitrary. I mean, it's titties funny. are like probably less dirty than an arm. You I know? don't know. And women wear all kinds of shirts with no sleeves. No in idea those how places. dirty titties are. <laughs> Titties gonna be dirty as hell. The fuck do we know? It's probably also titties. for safety purposes. They don't so they don't get like a, like a nacho cheese on the butt cheek or anything. Yeah, that's true. All right, we did it. We have we have time for one more question. Here. Sure. I don't know what we're gonna answer after that hot question, but sure. Uh, well, let's do it this way. This this is a nice one. Jahan Haparachi. This is such a hard name. I'm so I'm usually good at this. How hard's the question? Jahan Haparachi. Wow. That's a great name. Good Lord. Uh, he says, when you're dealing with stress, what do you find is the best way to decompress? So we talked about getting angry before at our various devices. Just punch a hole clean through the wall. <laughs> Just I clean through the wall. Did you guys ever do that when you were young? So I fucking punch tried, and I broke my arm. Oh, my God. We, so here's the thing. is The house I lived in in Sonoma uh, used to be the bank. They were like, "Hey, we're uh, we're building a new bank. Does what anybody country wa- western song is I this? don't know. <laughs> this, I'm not, I'm not making this up. They fucking it used to be the bank. This, so they they were like, "Yeah, we're we're gonna rip this whole place down and put in like a bigger building. Does anybody want uh, this building? You just gotta pay to move it." And weirdly enough, my neighbor who I you know grew up next to was like, "Yeah, I'll buy that building." And he just bought like a he rented a huge truck and put the fucking whole bank on the on the truck and oh my moved God. it. And then they put it down and they sort of renovated it a little bit and it was like this weird this weird shaped house that had like walls in places it didn't used to but also like walls that were already there and like the thing about banks is they have pretty thick walls and I don't know, things also used to be made better back in the day and there was one time when I was like 16 and I got in a fight with my mom and I was like oh, I just fucking hit your mom whatever. and I just took a fucking swing at the wall as hard as I could and nothing happened Aside from a painting on the other side of the wall falling down and me getting a fucking boxer's fracture in my hand. Oh. <laughs> uh, so I had to go to the, I like went in my room. Good and, job, you. and I came out, I was like, mom, my hand is huge and blue. It oh, looks like no. I'm wearing a big blue. Did you tell thing. her you punched the wall? She was there. She saw it. She's like, don't oh. punch walls. And I was like, well, clearly the house is fine. Yeah. So the, the house, house, the, the house, house sent like, you a message. That, yeah, the house, the house like, always wins. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, yeah. No, that that was is like the, the end most, of a country western song. That was like song. the most like video game. <laughs> the house shit always where, where I'm like, wins. I'm like, I'm so tough. I'm gonna punch this thing, and it's like it's an indestructible garbage can. You, you little do? giant. Yeah. She'd have been wearing yeah. your whole cans. I should have. I wouldn't have broken my fucking finger. That would have been <laughs> we, great. You actually lucked out because we had like, um, like I, I lived in my parents' basement for a little while because like, I just turned it into a bedroom, and because I was like, I want my own space. And the walls down there were just like paper thin, just like drywall. Yeah, yeah. drywall. And I, w- I would punch through them every time I get pissed off, and then just like put a poster over it. <laughs> so when I moved out, like uh, my mom was like, she called me like, and this was like I. This was like a year, a year or two after I moved to California, just like years after I'd been at home. And she was like, hey, so we're redoing the basement. Uh, we took some posters off the wall and we found like a dozen holes. Like, what happened? And I was like, oh, um, they're chipmunks. <laughs> <laughs> I hate their songs. They're too fast. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, that's, that's kind of it. Like, so don't also- do that. I once got mad for whatever this or that reason when I lived with my parents. It's never a when good I was reason. like a teenager, yeah, yeah. I kicked a hole in again very thin drywall. Yeah, 
and then um, put a put a Johnny the Homicidal Maniac poster over it and pretended it never happened. I think most of Joan and Vasquez's career was was covering up holes that people <laughs> people punched in things. Uh huh. Or just you know yeah, just either that or just sweatshirts to hide I don't know fucked up scars. Uh, yeah. I'm pretty sure when we moved out, I was like, oh, what happened? Yeah. Wow, that sure is a it shoddy was like wall. When, I just put up a poster. And it was like Tommy Boy when they, they open the car door mm-hmm. and it yeah. falls off. No, like, it's kind of like, like that. I've gotten in, like, arguments with Jen and, like, punch walls and, like, you know, not, like, breaking them, breaking shit or anything, but, like, still just being, like, just angrily punching things. And, like, I think it's honestly, like, a dude thing. Yeah. I think it's just, like, a we're, we're like, too stupid and bad at articulating emotions and, like... I don't know. You get you get weird brain chemicals in there, and you're like, eventually well, we're to, we're, you like, learn. We're told as men, we're told from a very young age that like feelings are gay. Yeah, and suppress <laughs> all the. And it's so bad. It's yeah. so fucking bad. When you like, learn that you that rage makes you break things and hurt yourself, eventually you go, oh, maybe I shouldn't. Gradually, do that. after like you know, twenty five years, I guess. <laughs> well, it was like when when my mom passed away, a social worker came to my parent to my parents' house and sat there with me and my dad and she was just like how are you how are you doing like how are you processing this my dad's like i'm fine and she's like no really and i was like dad tell her like you know you're not good at feelings and sometimes you eat your pain and like i went through all this like california bullshit of just like yeah. you know and like you know you don't emote as well and we're worried about you on a, on a fundamental level and, and it's he's like just, combo yeah and he was just like oh all right and she was like, well, you know, we're available to talk, like, anytime you need us. And he's like, yeah, I'm sure I'll be giving you a call. And they're like, all right. And he's like, yeah, you know, we, I'm from Jersey City, New Jersey. Like, we don't do We don't do this. feelings. Yeah. We don't get in a room with people and be like, this is where it hurts. Yeah. We don't talk to people one-on-one on a couch. And I mean, like, did you watch The Sopranos? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, that's that. the entire <laughs> crux of that show was a guy being like, I don't even fucking believe in therapy. Yeah, I'm going to go kill my cousin. Um, yeah, so it's very difficult to get, like, these old country, like, fucking kind of big brutish men to start to, to decompress when it comes to shit and mm-hmm. things like that. You know, it's, it's impossible. Yeah. But I think, like, on, on a personal level... Uh, like to unwind instead of actually punching shit or you know which happens or yeah just I love like how it's like what's a good way to unwind and we're like here's stories the of Hulk. us hitting things <laughs> like uh, I you know I like to I like to cook put on some like come home and put on some music I think like I'm a I'm a like very strong advocate for music dictating your mood mm-hmm. like there will be times where like I come on I'm I'm I like Spotify will play like a Rage Against the Machine song like just as I get off the train walking into work and I'll come in and I'll, like put my bag down and I'm like pissed off and I'm like Oh fuck! That, yeah, that was bad. Yeah, yeah. But like, if you like, you come in listening to like, like smooth jazz or some shit, and you just like slow it down a minute, like you're gonna have a completely different day. Yep. Music completely dictates the mood. If you get dumped and you listen to only sad shit, you're gonna be fucking miserable. For yeah, a long time. that was a huge thing with me. Like when I first like, got like my first serious breakup, and I was like, I need to. I want to listen to this f- f- fucking uh, Matthew Wilder. Like, oh, like you just put the Star Wars theme on loop for yep. forever. Yeah. Um, <laughs> No, like the other night, like literally, I, literally last night, I like I was like lying in bed, I was like, reading for a second, and I was like, I don't, I don't feel like reading right now, and I just like, I put on what just some. You, what were you reading? I was reading, reading uh, your romancer. No, that's all you ever read. That's not true. I read all kinds of shit, such as Star Wars, <laughs> How from to kiss. a certain point of view. How to Kiss by Benjamin. Kisses. I was literally reading a Star Wars short story about a, a stormtrooper who really wants to ride the Dubax, 
and he's obsessed with the dobacks, and he also goes and gets gets drunk, and then and he like rides the dobacks. Was it's, this fan fiction written by Max Scovel? It's fan fiction. It's officially licensed by Lucasfilms. It's <laughs> available <laughs> now in hardcover and an audiobook. Written, but read out loud by all kinds of. Anyway, mm-hmm. everybody's reading this fucking thing, and I was like, I, I don't feel like I don't feel like reading right now, and I just I turn off my light and like I lay down and I, I put my I put my fucking my dog on my chest, and he just was like he was like asleep, and I was just lying there, and I was like, holy shit, I am like so goddamn fucking relaxed right now, mm-hmm. and it was like you always hear about like oh like therapy animals for old people and like weird you know angry folks, and like like that sounds stupid. That's just an excuse to bring your dog on the airplane wearing a yeah. vest, but like it absolutely helps to have like a small like adorable emotionally stunted thing that comes up to you and it's like are you okay i drink out of the toilet but are you okay we need to talk about you i will go to the bathroom in this room if you don't open the door to the outdoors i find your pepper's voice incredibly unsettling yeah i don't think he sounds like that. are you all right it's me a prospector <laughs> I discovered Nebraska. Uh, no, it's it's important to do all that, you know. And t- fucking like, clean clean your fucking clean your shit up a little bit too, you know. Like people like I I find that like when my when my yeah. bedroom is like scattered or I have like clothes on the floor and stuff like that, that's why I, I start to get like uh I just like move. I, I've said this on for years in the show, but like move some move some shit around your room. Yeah. Also, it's move it's couch. Just. Yeah, you just know? also start start doing it. Like, yeah. I, I don't know. I told somebody was I, I wrote this string of tweets for like hashtag Mental Health Awareness Day, whatever the fuck it was, and it was just kind of like it was scattered as all hell. But a bunch of people were like, "Oh, it's on brand you for get, mental health." Exactly. Health awareness yeah, day. I think I said Happy Mental Health Awareness Day. People were like, "Uh, <laughs> what?" And I was like, "Sorry, that was a joke. My my bad." Um, Welcome like, to the crazy mirror. <laughs> yeah, but a bunch of people were like, "So actually, what do you what do you recommend to do to like to like you know cope with things?" And it's like honestly, just sometimes you're going to be a fucking wreck and just take it one day at a time. And like, if you got to like get up in the morning or you know, before bed, this is actually a really good thing before bed, get a notepad. doesn't have to be a nice thing or anything. And just write a list of things you want to get done. And it can be like, sort the laundry, not yeah. even do the laundry, just the most manageable fucking thing. Or it can be like break things into little steps. It can be like order more scotch tape from Amazon, whatever the fuck it is. And then it can also be at the bottom. Like, write the great American novel, mm-hmm. you know, and just have a handful of these things. And if you fucking do three of them, then the end of the day, you cross those out and you're like, I did that. And that's it. You did, you did some things and you get that feeling of accomplishment. And like, that does snowball eventually. It does. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's always nice to be like, I don't ever have to do like whatever the fuck it is. Oh, I got to return a rug to Ikea. Once you do it, you don't have to do it again. I, I, there's like, I, I will go like days or sometimes even weeks at a time. Uh, like, kicking bullshit like trivial little things like that yeah. down the road and then one day i'll just like i'll wake up on like a, on a tuesday morning and just muster enough fucks or like a saturday afternoon muster enough fucks. and i'll just group them all together and just get like 15 shitty things i hate all out of the way at the same time and it's so fucking liberating yeah. and then three more dumb things pop up you know no, like, it feels like, like oh, and then, but then after you do that don't you go i wish i had just gotten this done sooner because i would have felt this way instead of just having it yeah. cry on my mind. No, yeah, no, but it's I'm it's done. It done. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm with you, but it's it's good that it's, it's at like least completing done. side quests. You know, yeah. there will yeah. still be more in your stupid mission log, but you get them done. And I don't know. It's it's good for that that part of your brain that wants to accomplish something. I currently there's a um, there's an empty helium tank in the back of our car because it, we need to like you can't just throw away an old helium tank. Well, I mean, maybe you can. I'm sure, you can. You could. It's, you called the, it's called the woods. I feel bad though because it's like. <laughs> 
What if the animals get in the helium? Wrap it in porn and let the children <laughs> masturbate to it. <laughs> I won't lie. I've thrown away computer Folks monitors. Folks all over the world love to masturbate to a cylindrical tube of porn <laughs> filled with high-energy mouth juice. Hey, hey. Jimmy, I just found one of those sex tanks out in the woods. <laughs> Do you want to go throw rocks at it and then beat off? Yeah, if you suck on it, it makes you sound like a girl. <laughs> Which is even sexier than regular air. Oh, I'm masturbated. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> All right, so this has been the Comedy Button. Yet we another episode it. that we did. Uh, if you want more of this hot shit in your ears, uh, head over to patreon.com slash comedy button and kick us a buck or two. It helps us, uh, I don't know, do the show. I don't know if that's a good thing or not, but here, here we are. Uh, you can Certainly find us is. all on Twitter. I'm Max Scoville. Brian is Agent Bizzle, and Ryan is Rydog. We all do our own things on the side. Uh, Brian and I work on IGN, at IGN, on IGN, IGN.com. It's on all the different platforms and whatnot, and who knows what. And uh, check out Up at Noon. It's every Thursday at noon Pacific time, as well as Podcast Beyond, which is every Tuesday. It's got its own YouTube channel, which is youtubecom Beyond. Uh, Ryan does the Geek Box, which is. Geekbox.net. There it is. That's the one. Listen to me talk about some video games. Yeah, you talk about video games, comics, movies, all kinds of shit. Have a good time there. Uh, Our dearly departed Scott Bromley, who's currently in phantasm form, is unavailable, but he is busy over at Star Wars. He has a 102.5, the fever. (laughs) (laughs) The hottest breeze blowing the smoothest jazz right up your ass. Um, And he's just over on StarWars.com, YouTube.com slash Star Wars, doing the Star Wars show, uh, Rebels Recon, and Science, and Star Wars. Those those are all of the things that we all do collectively. Uh, hopefully we do more things than those things at some point. Mm-hmm. Uh, Maybe. I'm hosting a show called Next Big Game on Facebook. I believe it's just facebook.com slash next big game. It's about big games that are coming out soon. Great that so you know this about your show. Check coming out, out next. Yeah, they're, they the, they're the next big games. And then after that, they'll be the last big games. And then there'll probably be more big games after that. I don't know if we'll make more episodes, though. You have to go watch it and find out. Uh, we do have Facebook groups for this fine show, which is facebook.com slash group slash the comedy button. And that's I think that's really it. That's all of the shit that we're going to link to using audio, the worst way to link to yep. anything possible, short of Sanskrit. Click click on our mouths in, in your ears to get to the website. There yeah. it is. How yeah, many um, mouths does it take to get to the center of the website? Yeah, we have to build... An owl a, doesn't to, know. We have to build an owl fucking machine to find out. That dumb fucking bird with man clothes on. What a fucking idiot. Has no I idea. His one job. Ooh, I'm gonna, what do you know? I'm going to eat it now. I fucked up. Show some restraint. Everybody's always on the on the fucking on the nuts. What's the last oh. thing you got pissed at? That goddamn owl. This yeah. Your answer. Yeah. Well, everyone's always like all about like you know fucking Diane Fossey and Jane Goodall for like hanging out with those apes, but like, what about all those scientists who went in the woods and put graduation hats on the owls? Exactly. That's a lot of hard research. They probably got their fingers nipped. You saying those owls didn't earn those caps? I think I'm with you. They did not earn those caps because they're idiots. One of those owls only has his GED. They. F- Faked school yeah. to lie to children about sucking on that pop. One day, one of them will be president. Damn it. I'll vote for an owl. They Damn shit mouse skeletons. That's pretty cool. Hell yeah, and their neck turns around all the way. What's your stance on mouse skeletons, Mr. President? <laughs> Who? He goes, well, hold on now. And he turns around and goes, it just drops four of them out there like fucking Mr. Bucket. I bet you there'd be like two articles <laughs> on Facebook that went viral, and one of them would be like, he's not even a real graduate. And the other one would be like, he looks smart to me. I say go for it. <laughs> And we'd be like fucking Russian spy farmers. How much? How much weird like w- white chalky shit would be all over the Waffle Office? <laughs> the Waffle <And> Office. <laughs> the Whoville Office. And how much of that white chalky shit would be new? We already had an owl president. His name was Hoover. <laughs> the com-
Comedy Button is executive produced by Andrew Rowland, Curtis Ruska, Laura K. Buzz, Luis Cancado, Matt Shotroff, Paul Grabovac, and Paula Shaw.